0: Hi, my name is Eric Lutie, and you're listening to my Ask Eric podcast. Thanks for joining me. Let's get down to the business of talking about truth. What is the secret to a faith that works? Let me give you a quick illustration. Now, I don't want to come down on McDonald's. Uh, I I don't eat at McDonald's personally, but I'm also not, you know, on some campaign to uh, remove McDonald's from the earth. Uh... But let's take the Big Mac and the fries, okay? There's been documentaries made on this, and if you talk to my wife, she'll say, never eat that, Eric, it'll destroy you. So there are a lot of strong opinions out there about Big Mac and fries. And uh, let's imagine that that is symbolic of Sort of the what we've what our diet is as an unbeliever okay we 're taking in something that 's actually killing us. the decisions we 're making is a way that seems right unto man, but it leads to death. okay so we have a big mac and fries again, sorry to all you mcdonald 's lovers i 'm really not trying to make a some kind of statement there uh, and over here is a pile of fresh vegetables, and you 're the guy that 's eating the big mac and fries, and no one ever tells you that that 's killing you. No one has ever brought it up. And over there is the big pile of uh, fresh vegetables. And no one has ever told you that if you eat that, you'll get healthy and strong and muscles will start to bulge and you'll just be, you know, fit as a fiddle. No one ever tells you. And so you keep doing what? You keep eating the Big Mac and fries. I'm going to call that ignorant unbelief. In other words, you've never even heard that there's an option. You don't even know that that's killing you. You don't even know that there's something that could help you. And so there's another layer... And that's when someone is alerted or awakened to the fact that there's a big pile of fresh vegetables. And yet they still keep eating the junk. Okay, and this is where a lot of people function today, even under the banner of Christianity. I just put quotes around that for all of you that would be listening instead of watching this. And they live in their sin. They continue to persist in doing that which harms their life. But they know that there's a pile of vegetables over there. And they know that if you ask them, true or false, would those vegetables make you healthy and strong and cause your muscles to bulge and you to be fit as a fiddle? And you say, true. In other words, the fact that you know that to be true actually is not helping you. And so this is what we could call knowledgeable unbelief. In other words, you actually know the truth, but you're still living functionally in unbelief. Now, remember the, the question that I started with, what is the secret to a faith that works What I just described is a form of knowing. You know about something. You actually know and have knowledgeable concepts of a pile of fresh vegetables. And you know all the details about how that will work. And that will get a vitamin D into your system. And this will really help you over here if you ate it. And yet you're not eating it. You see, the secret to faith that works is something that I'm going to... It's a big word and it's a a controversial word, but it's a good word. It's called repentance. You see, what you need to do is forsake your Big Mac and fries. Again, I'm not trying to offend anyone that loves McDonald's. You need to repent of your Big Mac and fries, push it off to the side, and take that big pile of fresh vegetables. Now, to be honest, this is somewhat depressing to me too because I'm not actually a, a big fan of a huge pile of fresh vegetables. If you juice them and maybe get some apple in there, uh, I can handle the carrot maybe. But the point being, we know something to be good for us, and yet we continue to not take it in. Christianity hinges on the idea of repentance. And the reason is not because repentance itself saves us. If you shoved a Big Mac and fries off the table and it landed on the floor with a thud, that doesn't mean you're eating the fresh vegetables. It just means you have to forsake the first. You can't have one hand full of Big Mac and one hand full of carrot and somehow still find the health that is found in those vegetables. You must give up one to take the other. One of the illustrations I use for our students a lot is I, I talk about a glass uh, and I say, you're, you're the glass and you're full of polluted water. Okay. It's just yuck. And Jesus comes and and says, I want to fill you with living water. And so we're like, okay, go ahead and fill me. He says, well, okay, I, I want to, but you're going to need to dump out that polluted stuff first. You see, that's the repentance faith demands repentance at the very beginning. Mary of Bethany in the uh, the New Testament, the great story uh, in the gospel accounts, it talks about this woman that comes to Jesus before he is crucified and pours out uh, this box of spikenard upon him. That's one translation, flask, jar. It's a container of some sorts of this very precious perfume. Dumps it out of him. This was such a huge event. This is when Judas literally goes off to betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. He was so upset over what this woman Did. Why would it matter? Well, what this woman is doing is she's literally taking something so valuable. One of the gospel accounts says it was worth a year's wages. That's a lot. That's a very expensive box of perfume. And she breaks it open on Jesus. And there's a fence in the room, and people can't believe she's doing this. And Jesus defends her. In fact, he goes beyond just defending her, he memorializes what is taking place. And he says, hey, when the gospel is shared, what this woman just did should be shared as a memorial to her. Whoa, that's a big statement. What did she do? Well, you see, in the, in the Greek, when you take the description of this spikenard, there's a word that is associated with it, which is pistikos. It's, it's a derivative of the word for faith. Pistis is faith. So pistikos is the object of one's faith. This spikenard is the object of Mary's faith. This is what she leaned on. I mean, it's worth a lot. And if she ever gets into hard times, she can sell this. It's also a healing juice. This stuff in this, I mean, you can put it on anything in your body. It's like, whoa, it heals. This is great stuff. And so it's like for any kind of medical needs, any kind of financial needs, she has it in her pantry. And then she sees Jesus. You see, this is a substitute savior in her life. It's a counterfeit. For her to come to Jesus, what does she need to do? She needs to repent and believe. When she sees who Jesus is, she takes that which is standing in the way and she breaks it open on him so that she can grab a hold of the only one who truly can save her. That's the great secret. It's it's hidden. I don't know why. I don't know why we always try and get rid of repentance because that's how we gain the fullness of Christ. I know, and some of you might not think it's the most attractive word, repent. And yet, if you don't, You can't be filled. You can't have the fullness of your Savior unless you give up that knockoff, counterfeit ridiculousness in your life. So today, here's my encouragement to you. Repent and believe. If you want more on this topic, we're releasing a sermon uh, called Smashingly Good News uh, this weekend. And so perfectly timed with this. Of course, it was on purpose, but uh, go to the show notes and you can click on the link and it will go into a lot greater detail on the operation of faith, the mechanics of faith. I think you'll enjoy it. Ask Eric was brought to you by the creative team at BraveheartedChristian.com, offering short films, books, articles, sermons, and yes, even podcasts like this one to build you strong in the person of Jesus Christ. At Bravehearted Christian, the agenda is to bring back the stuff of old. You know, the sort of Christianity that is lived out with the gusto of heaven is rarely politically and or socially correct and actually and practically works. Visit BraveheartedChristian.com or EricLudy.com to learn more about, yours truly, the loud mouth behind the microphone. If you would like to submit a question for me to consider on this podcast, please feel free to do so from our podcast homepage. Until next time, Brock a sock.